Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Calling all detectives. When an artist was killed, he did not have time to finish the portrait of death. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, Private Detective. A private detective like me, Jerry Browning, knows that no one likes having a brush with the law. I was just ready to leave my office when the door opened, and I found myself looking up into the wild, staring eyes of a frightened giant. Are we alone? Is it safe to talk? Yeah, they're both questions. Well, who are you? I'm Paul Ryman. I think I'm going to be suspected of murder. Ryman deposited his hulking frame in a chair opposite me. I'm a musician. Play the tenor sax. Some people consider that a crime, but hardly murder. Wait, I live... I mean, I lived with Stefan Dakar, the artist. I keep goofy hours, but they match Stefan's. He'd like to paint at night. While you were away working? Right. So we had this studio over on Grove Street. And a few hours ago, we got into an argument. What about? Ridiculous thing, really. I suggested that Stefan ought to do one thing at a time instead of working on a flock of different canvases. You see, Stefan does portraits of, say, a panhandler, then a circus performer, then maybe a fish peddler. Only he'd never complete anything before he'd begin something else. You can't get anywhere that way. I nodded. The fight, Ryman, what happened? Oh, it was a real row. Stefan never could stand criticism. He yelled at me, I yelled back, and then the neighbors started yelling at both of us to shut up. Well, I, I was pretty embarrassed, and I slunk out of the place. It was hard for me to picture that big bruiser slinking anywhere, but I got within a couple of blocks of the green slipper as for my outfit plays when I suddenly remembered that tonight was off night, no work. I turned around, headed back to Grove Street, all set to apologize to Stefan. I came in quietly so I wouldn't disturb him if he was painting. And I found him. He was sprawled on the floor next to his easel. There was a knife in his chest. Go on. Go on. Well, there's nothing more to tell, except that I looked in the phone book for a private detective and decided on you. Thanks for the honor. Don't joke, Browning. The knife that killed Stefan belonged to me. A man who shared a studio with an artist told me that he was afraid he'd be suspected of his roommate's murder. I drove Paul Ryman to headquarters, but it took a lot of selling. Ryman, you've got to trust me. Give the police the whole story. It was the right idea. Lieutenant Dawson listened patiently. Jerry's giving you good advice, Ryman. You've got nothing to worry about. We'll find the real murderer. Now you stay here with Sergeant McTie. Dawson and I got into the studio with Ryman's key. Everything was exactly the way he described it. Zachar's body lay in front of the easel that held a half-finished oil painting of a man in a smoking jacket. Two other portraits, equally incomplete, were against the wall. Dawson turned them over. Man in a grocer's apron and this cute little lady in circus bangles. I wasn't interested in art then. 
Find out if there are any fingerprint traces on the knife handle, Dawson. And we'd better get Doc Gilliland in here to tell us how long Dakar's been dead. The experts got to work. The knife's been wiped clean. Gilliland, the M.E., wound up his examination. And the body moved up on this model's platform. Easy to work on. Here are the results. Dakar was killed about three hours ago. A blow was struck from within a foot or two and by someone of over-average height and with tremendous strength. I groaned. Well, looks like Ryman's it. But let's go talk to the neighbors, just on the off chance that one of them may know something we don't. We interviewed them and got nothing except their concerted suspicion that Ryman had done Dakar in. Then we talked to the janitor, a gentle, white-haired man. Say, your face looks mighty familiar. Of course it does, Dawson. This is the man in that smoking jacket picture. The janitor smiled. That's right. Mr. Dakar, he paints me the way I like to look when I not work. I relax like millionaire. I looked at his gnarled but powerful hands. What were you doing about three hours ago? Me? I'm in basement with man from electric company. Is trouble with fuse. We fix. And fixed his alibi, too. But it gave me an idea. We talked to Ryman at headquarters, got the names of the other two people whose portraits Dakar had been working on. We talked to Timothy Clyde, proprietor of a delicatessen down the block. Sure, I post for Dakar, but not tonight. Haven't left the store since morning. I can prove it by my customers. We saw Mitzi Cordova, the trapeze artiste, in her dressing tent at the Wilson Brothers Circus. She was distressed to hear of Dakar's death, but as far as knowing anything about it, uh-uh. She'd been taking a beauty nap all during the time in question. And anyhow, Jerry, she couldn't have done it. She's too tiny. Remember what Doc Gilliland said about the killer being over average height. I remembered. Let's go back to headquarters, Dawson. I want to try an experiment. What's your name? Paul Ryman. Did you kill Stefan Dakar? No, I told you I didn't. If anything, the lie detector corroborates this man's story. Okay, Doc, get him out of the apparatus. He's telling the truth. With Ryman definitely ruled out, I went back to that studio again. I examined the picture on the easel. I poked around the huge model's platform at the end of the room. And then I went back to the two pictures against the wall. I smelled them. I felt them. And then I made a fast phone call to Henard Schwartz, the art expert. So it takes oil several days to dry. Well, thanks, Henard. That's all I need to know. Ten minutes later, Dawson and I went roaring off to the circus. We grabbed Missy Cordova just as she finished her turn in the high trapeze. Missy, you almost got away with murder, except for two things. Dakar was working on your portrait tonight. The wet canvas proves it. But more important is the way Dakar was doing your picture. It was a close-up showing full detail every sequin and spangle. That means he was close to the model platform and struck from that height. The knife blow would seem as if it had been struck by a tall person with the kind of strength that you, a trapeze performer, have. That was it, all right. Mitzi had killed Dakar in a fit of jealous rage. She confessed that after the murder, she had moved Dakar's body and the easel, wiped her fingerprints off of the knife, and switched her portrait with that of the janitors. Well, Mitzi had another switch coming. She changed places with Ryman. Only her lockup was permanent. Like I said, no one enjoys a brush with the law. <laughs> 
Because the guilty always lose the draw. <laughs> 